Good dude, I know you love me like cook food, even though a nigga gotta move like a crook move. We was together on the block since free lunch. Should have been together having four seasons brunch. Okay. We used to use umbrellas to face the bad weather, but now we travel first class to change the forecast. Never in bunches, just me and you. I loved your point of view because you held no punches. I feel like you're talking about Jay-Z just because you got that that. I did, and I have not had that. (laughs) (laughs) When you said the free lunches, Randy would not have caught it. Excuse you. I knew the free lunches part. Did you? In the Four Seasons. I heard that. Right, I don't know the name of the song, though. That's my favorite Hove song ever. A What's, song cry. Okay, there we go. See? There you go. The See? Mary J come in on yeah, that. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, you check yeah, me out yeah. one time. Okay, Randy in the building. Hello, everyone. What's good. Mike B, Maya Poo. Yo. What's going on, y'all? Maya look like a lumberjack right now, y'all. Y'all can't really she see does what she not got like on. A lumberjack. No, it's the flannel. Right no, now. I like it. This is not really Maya's style. She usually has on the t-shirt. She's a little more comfortable, but she got the flannel on. It looks real fall. She's That's, very fall. I thought it don't she feel got fall. Tight. It don't feel fall, but you 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 it's bring it in the fall. season. You got the ponytail rocking. You she, ready she, for and fall? She cut it. She cut her hair. She did yeah, the, she the did. fall I seen cut. That. Yeah. Yes, Maya. Why you always think somebody trying to come at? Because you always are. That's not true. You just called me a freaking a lumberjack. lumberjack. <laughs> like, I said you were dressed like a lumberjack. That's different. How? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's flannel. Okay, and? All right. Out of lumberjacks, farmers, you know, flannel. Way back when I had the red and black Farm lumberjack festival. with the hat and, to match. And that's match. Biggie. Remember rapping Duke, da ha, da ha. They never thought hip-hop would take it this far. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about, Randy. Randy. Randy finally got tagged in. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't know I am. I don't be doing nothing. Mike B. <laughs> hey, Mike B. What's this a second one? Okay, nobody's counting because nah. we only care about the W's. Hey, I'm gonna Randy give her a third. I'm gonna give her a third one because she did pick up on the hoe. Even though the picture Thank was you. here, she knew some of the. Look. I did. Thank you. Okay. Good job, Randy. Yes, but listen, real quick, y'all, Ooh. before we get into our banter, I just want to do a, a quick thank you to uh, media, media chicks. Oh, hold on. Media Girl Tour. No, here we go. Media Girls On Tour. Edit that. Three, two, one. I want to give a shout out to Media Girls On Tour um, because I did go to their event last uh, week on Thursday on behalf of Black Educated and Broke, which was an amazing experience. Thank you for the the press passes, guys. And are y'all familiar with Miss Shanika? ATL Yo, 1079, right? Yes. That's right. That's so I did an interview with Miss Shotnick, and when I tell y'all. Oh, that's lit. Man, when I tell you, my y'all, check out uh, Black Educated and Broke website. We have our pictures, and I did a whole blog about it. I want to say that my respect for this woman has went out, I mean, up through the window. It's in a positive way. Nope. I had already listened to her when I came here from Dallas. I'm like, who is this chick? And, you know, listening. Well, long story short, the interview, we had a lot of technical difficulties. The camera wasn't working. The mic was messing up. We were standing right by the DJ. When I tell you she was patient, she was respectful, she was courteous. Like, she she could have been like, all right, girl, I got to go do this panel. Because she was one of the speakers. Nice. Girl, I got to go. I'm sorry. Because we at least saw 10 minutes. Word. And she still was That is a it. long time for our field. Oh, my God. When things God. are going wrong, it's like it's not prepared. And I appreciate it. She didn't give me no stank attitude. She no stank. Like, she was so nice. And she took a picture. And she was like, you know, just keep doing your thing. Everything going to work out. And I just appreciate that. Because sometimes women in media, you don't know. You don't know if they're going to be reciprocal. You know they're going to be respectful. But Miss Shanika, I got much respect for you, girl. I think that's mad, though, when it's people who's actually in the industry. Yeah. And they actually willing to work with you because they know yes. things go wrong. They, we know things go on. wrong. But sometimes it's just not always 
a, a good time for what we want to happen. Absolutely. But for her to, to have the patience to work with Ooh, it, child. that's dope. Love you, Miss Shanika. All right, guys, but I want to jump right into this banner talk because, as you know, guys, the weekly event, so much has been going on. The biggest thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, you're not going to just roll over like my birthday ain't coming up, though. Well, I mean, we have at least one more show, don't we? No, we we don't, actually. That's part of the news story. Can can we finish? news? It's news. news. Oh, yes, so you wasn't ready, Q? you're not even. Get yourself together. No, I worked all day. mic off. All righty, so. Oh, I didn't see the, the list, man. We got you, cute dog. Just, you know Randy you. print out that program. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Keep y'all hoes in line. All right, so, Wait no, seriously, on a, on a serious event, guys. So, one of the biggest. I'm not a hoe, I'm a whore. Oh, whatever oh, you like. To that's a high-class hoe. Is that it? That's I not think a so. call girl? Whore sounds real prestigious. You pay for me. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Okay, put it on my tab. So, look, <laughs> one of the trending stories this week that I want to get into, of course, guys, we all know about it, was the Botham Jean trial aftermath. What happened to Joshua Brown? Mike B., let us know what's going on. You sound like them uh, light-skinned news anchors in Atlanta, both of Jean. It's Thank not you. Jean. Tell her. They've been saying that for so long. I wanted to correct someone when well, I was I'm on call air. Bo. His I, friends call him Bo. And they tried to call him Bo, too. Only the family can call him Bo. But, you know, last week we <laughs> talked about the verdict. Uh, Amber Geiger was found guilty, uh, served 10 years in prison. Uh, but we didn't really focus on what af- the aftermath that came after. We were uh, just still under the shock because she was found guilty. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, the aftermath was the forgiven, forgiveness statement mm-hmm. made by his brother. And then this hug from the judge. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about it because they saw the clip mm-hmm. or they saw the pictures. pictures. But of course, being our, our news guy and I had the free time, I watched that trial. Yeah. And what people did not see with this judge, and they're disagreeing with her, but she stopped and gave her love to the entire family. Mm-hmm. And then like she she's made a statement, um, one of the news outlets, I think it was either CNN reported it, but it's been national news. But she stopped at Amber Geiger, and she didn't reach for her. Amber Geiger stood up and seemed to reach for the judge. And in that moment in time, she she gave her love. Mm-hmm. And she feels like she still has more life to live. Whether we do it or not, as a judge, Ayanna Vazant says she is the judge. Yeah. She has the right to do whatever she wants to do in her courtroom. She gave her a Bible because yep, she didn't have one. They're Christian based judge. Hey, they they are faith based. She mm-hmm. it was a faith based I want to say it's a faith based trial, but you're dealing with a family who is heavily, heavily. into Christianity. Yes. And that is not our place to judge anybody's faith, uh, because that family is the one that's grieving. That family mm-hmm. lost a son and a brother and to those other family members, you know, cousin, nephew, whatever. But that's the aftermath, but then we go into the witnesses. Now, before we get into the witness that's been killed over the weekend, there was another young lady who, her name has not got out to the media, which I'm glad, but she was also a neighbor at the apartment complex that recorded, from her point of view, the aftermath of the killing. Ooh. And so what has happened to her in Dallas is that she's lost her job. I saw that. She has lost her mm-hmm. job, and she's receiving death threats, according to wow. reports. What I'm glad is that her name has not been put out in the media to the public to be shamed or whatever. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to happen, But wait, but why did she lose her job? What? Uh, she did testify. She oh, she was a and witness. And her job fired her for testifying? And she, she has now been fired. We're not sure the job, but who has reached out? I heard 
another pastor in um, Dallas. His name is uh, Freddie Haynes, member yes, of uh, Haynes. you know Freddie Haynes Friendship, Friendship West. West Baptist Church in Dallas. He's a he. I want to call he's even though he's a, he's a civil rights guy. Yes, okay. he is. He's like Jamal Bryant. Yes, but he's out of Dallas. But he was on the uh, Tom Jordan Morning Show, and so he has reached out. The church has reached out. They are trying to find this young lady to see what's up. First of all, with her employment, mm-hmm. and also with the job. Because they're trying to figure out what gives them the reason. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It could be, I don't know how Texas is. Is Texas like Georgia? You know, Georgia could just fire you. Texas is worse. Is Texas um, just as bad? Not a, there, there's a law between it. They have to have like a, what you call it, a reasonable for, to be fired, to be just cut off for no reason. And so I have to hear more about that. Well, they have reached out. So hopefully they. First of all, you know, Texas think they their own place anyway. You right. know, Jerry they Jones. don't give a fuck what they do. <laughs> they going to do it regardless. They don't care. Nothing against you, Randy. No, you know, I, I rock you with know, you. But you know uh-huh. how Texas go. They do what they want to do. They're a little republic, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole state is Jerry's world. But anyway, so hopefully they've reached out and they've gotten a hold of her. But then there's this witness, the neighbor, yeah. uh, Joshua Brown. He spoke on the witness stand. Uh, he also uh, so showed a lot of emotion yeah. while he was on the witness stand talking about, you know, every, every morning he knew he was going to hear his neighbor sing yeah and one of the things he talked yep. about him singing uh, of course was gospel music he he didn't hear but uh, over the weekend uh he was found murdered yeah mm-hmm. over the weekend and yeah. so uh the it's been a lot of outrage because that's going to be the that's that's going to be the result a lot of especially african americans we have we have just reached the climax of people of color and so he has he was found murdered but as of tuesday like breaking news, just all this broke loose. They have three suspects mm-hmm. in custody. Mike, no, 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 no. That, they wait. have one, but they they, they know about two. two. So they're looking for two. They have one Hold in custody. On, Mike, hold that thought. We're gonna take a quick break, guys. Keep listening. We're giving you updates on the Botham Gene trial aftermath, and we're talking about what's happening with Joshua Brown. Keep it locked here on Black Educated and Broke. You are now tuned in to Black Educated and Broke. All right, and we're back. <laughs> okay. Maya and her extra laughter. But back to a serious note, Mike was telling us a little bit about Joshua Brown and recapping how, you know, he did testify at the trial. Go ahead, Mike. Well, I was just saying they have a, a suspect in custody. They have they have three. They have one in custody. Apparently, he was dropped off at the hospital after they fled the scene. But it's reported, I don't, and I don't want to mention the suspect's name because mm-hmm. it's not about them. It's about finding the truth and the justice for Joshua Brown. But uh, one of the Joshua oh, Brown, yeah, I'm tripping. Get yourself gotcha. together. <laughs> but the, they said that the the suspects came all the way from Louisiana. Sounds crazy to me. For mm. drugs, and I the it's been one tweet on my mind all day. And when I saw it, and it was somebody said, first of all, they they the tweet said that this has to be BS because they said Louisiana got some good good. <laughs> 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 So that that made me laugh, but yeah, that that has been the hot. Yeah. I mean, it's just we literally we went from a a guilty verdict to all of this, and now uh, the reports are now saying that the defense team is looking for an appeal. They're ready oh to file an God. appeal that already. Is, that is just already. I just want to add, you know, Joshua Brown uh, actually went to my high school. Oh wow! He went to Lancaster High School. Of course, he was way after I was, but I had looked on my page, and everybody was like, "We need to do a a, a vigil for him." and I didn't even know. So I just wanted to say, you know, guys, we're going to lift up the families in prayers. Uh, Botham John, you said? Botham John. Now, Jean. Botham John and Joshua Brown. And, you know, everybody has their different thoughts on if Justin was served. We're going to make sure we keep you guys in the loop about whatever's trending in this story. So keep it locked and followed here on Black Educated and Broke. And other Atlanta news, Tyler Perry star-studded studio opening. Yes. Maya, what's the news on that? 
All right, so. (laughs) (laughs) Metro Atlanta is often called the Hollywood of the South. Mm -hmm. And for the city's prominence in the industry's rises, the man often credited with the starting of Atlanta's, well, Georgia's, film production boom is celebrating a major step forward. On Saturday night, last Mm -hmm. Saturday, Mm -hmm. yeah, last Saturday, my neighbor, Yo, neighbor. Yes, my neighbor, Mr. Tyler Perry, because you know he lives in Douglasville. Okay, girl, Shout tell out us. neighbor. Okay. Hosted the official grand opening of his studio, now sitting yeah. at three, 33, yeah. I can't say big numbers, 330-acre lot in Southwest Atlanta. That I am a, so bad that at That is numbers, such though. a lot of land. Oh, Why the hell God. we were in there, goddammit? Okay, <laughs> that's what I need to know as well. The 330-acre studio once served as a Confederate Army base, so to have a black wow. man. That's, that's amazing. lit. Okay, listen. Them old white man turning in that grave. They are rolling over on that land, okay? But we're going to sage and, you know. Sanctified. We, we don't do spirits like that. <laughs> the attendees on Saturday warmly greeted Perry, a man who was once homeless, yes, and yet now has homed his own studio. That is amazing. That is amazing. Okay, this is happening in Southwest Atlanta. The example our kids and for African American children in this city, it doesn't get any bigger and better than that. Mayor. Keisha Lance Bottoms runs on statement saying. Oh, yeah. Come on, Mayor Keisha. Okay, shout out. Oprah Winfrey. The Goat. Lee. Mm. Usher. Samuel L. Jackson. Come on. Halle Berry and others all helps Mr. Perry Christian his new facility. And we also know Beyonce and Jay-Z over there. Yeah. I don't know why that's national news. I mean, that's why I'm mad I wasn't they there. don't come out to everything. That would have been my they chance don't. to make up. And that's probably why people could since Beyonce's been in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. That may be why it's so What the hell hush. you bring it up for? You know how many people were there? Whoopi Goldberg was there. Cicely Tyson Stacey was there. Stacey Abrams. Viola Davis. Come on now. Keisha. The governor was there. Keisha Pullum <laughs> Knight got a star. They gave stars. Uh, he got Ke- his own walk. Yeah, he got his own he walk sure of stars. Did. Tyler Perry got a star. Listen, we need to start, damn it. Come on now. We need to start a petition. Start it. (laughs) Media mogul Ophel Renfrey says the event reminded her of the one she hosted years before. When Tyler left the Legends Ball 14 years ago, he said, I'm going to dream a bigger dream. And that's what tonight is. Him him dreaming a bigger dream and him creating this incredible empire. That's what Miss Renfrey said. Tyler Perry Studios has 12 sound stages each named after sim- seminal black authors and actresses, including Cicely Tyson, Whoopi Goldberg, Diana... Diane Carroll, baby. There oh, you go. No. Sorry. Yikes. Rest in peace. Will yes, Smith. Diane Carroll. <laughs> Will-, <laughs> Will Smith and Denzel Washington. So they all have, like, studios named after them? Mm-hmm. That Sounds is ages. really awesome. That's really good. I'm glad, and I'm happy for Tyler Perry. And like I said, so guys, if y'all want, any, I'm sure he's gonna do a tour. People can come see the beautiful, um, what do you call it, campus. And I know one of people made a comment that, like I said, Disney, Paramount, all of them can fit on his acre. I mean, on his land, and still have enough space. So we love, we love black excellence here. Maya, thank you for letting us go. What's going on with Tyler Perry, guys? We do it big in the A. <laughs> Might be. Now, then we got this one last story before we jump into our next break. Because, guys, we got a special guest that we got to talk about and get into. Mike, what else you got for us? So it's Libra season. Oh, and our it? very is own it? board op. Wait a damn okay, minute. Uh, thank you. Yeah, t- turn that mic off. So we can off. give him homage and he can hush. You know what I'm saying? But it's his birthday yeah, weekend. Q. So we got to celebrate. Happy birthday, bro. Q-Q. Can I turn my own damn mic back on now? <laughs> 
It is. It is Libra oh, my, season. Maya's not giving you any love. It's all good. <laughs> I love Libra. So. Yo, Libra season it definitely balances out a lot of shit that goes on. We about to change into fall. Yes. Appreciate Finally, the love. Hell. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely about to get it cracking. Uh, starting today. Starting today. Okay, starting today. we're getting it cracking. Tomorrow is going to be even better. And if I get. I'll talk to y'all about it later. On the 10 spy guys. We, we <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking oh. about y'all on the outs. Oh, 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 I'm outs. sorry, guys. This is privileged news. Don't yeah, be offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Like I said, all these stories, we're going to, of course, have them on our social media pages. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Black Educated and Broke. And on Twitter, B-E-B underscore, no, B-E-B podcast underscore A-T-L. And, of course, on our website, www.blackeducatedandbroke. So, guys, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we are introducing you, this young, talented, Puerto Rican uh, uh, superstar. Okay, so keep it like that on Black and Jiggity and Brooke. Looking for the latest in news, music, fashion, pop culture, and what's popping in the ATL? Well, Mike's got something to say will keep you in the know. Mike's got your events covered with what's popping. The 10th Spot with Q has your pop culture roundup. And of course, everyone's favorite homegirl, Randy O, is leading the pack. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Black Educated and Broke podcast on Apple, SoundCloud, CastBox, and Player FM. All right, guys, and we are here back on Black Educated and Broke, and we have a very special guest. We have a very talented artist, musician, videographer, model, I don't know, you know, all of that, okay? So let me tell you a little bit about our special guest tonight. Prime Ethic, mm-hmm, that's his name. He was born in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and mainly raised in Central Florida. The influence for his name derives from the desire to be excellent and hardworking. He is. Growing up in Florida exposed Prime to multicultural experience that influences artistry. You can hear distinct flavors from multiple Caribbean island sounds in his music. He attests that to being raised around Haitians, Jamaicans, Cubans and other Caribbean peoples. This unique upbringing naturally created an original sound that can help one feel the soul of urban Florida culture. His music is authentic to his life and beliefs. After 10 years of recording his own music, okay, boom, he decided to tackle on a new venture. Currently, he has also been creating visual content for artists, businesses, and public figures, AutoCoins. He has been working in Atlanta in efforts to gain industry perspective on video production as a whole. As he continues on his journey as creator, he plans on remaining diverse, humble, independent, and eager to grow. And some of the people he's been able to work with include, just so you know, Mike Jones, who... Kimani Marley, Spike Lee, Collision, and DJ XL. Y'all, let's give it up a prime ethic. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Here Mike Jones up on the low. It's about to blow. What up, G? Who? Welcome in. Welcome in. Yo, that's dope. Damn, y'all are showing some mad love. I appreciate y'all. No, we appreciate you, man. Coming in, hanging out with Black Educated and Bro. If it's one thing we love, is doing our podcast, and the next thing we love is having guests in here, so we can pick y'all brain and get y'all platform out and kind of push the the agenda. Yeah, that's real, man. Yeah. You got to keep it building, keep it moving. That's what the energy, you know, the energy in Atlanta is really good for that. And, and speaking of energy, you gave us good energy because we met you at the second annual Polo Classic Atlanta Fashion yes, Show. Sir. Yes, That's sir. Miguel. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Miguel Wilson. Yeah. Hey. And if you guys listened to the last show, you would have heard the interview that uh, Prime and I had. And, you know, we said it was so good then we had to bring it in living color. 
So, Prime, you know, I am already just feel like you are just so talented, y'all. Before we got started, he was speaking all these different languages. Because you called yourself, <laughs> what, tri <laughs> trilingual, you said? Yeah, a multilingual? yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I speak Spanish first, English, and then uh, Haitian Creole. Just being around my brothers out there in Florida, you know, I just picked it up. I really took it serious, you know. After the earthquake happened, I took yeah. it serious, and I started really learning the language and then learning the slang and all that. So. It, it'll creep yeah. up on you, man, yeah. you know. Uh, I got some Caribbean backgrounds, so oh, here he when you here he <laughs> they be speaking that stuff. Sometimes if you listen close yeah. enough, you can figure out what what's going on. Yeah, but if they that patois is thick, yeah, you'll never catch it. You'll yeah, never you know gotta, it'll go it, over your head. Yeah, you gotta have almost like an acquired ear for it. You do. If you don't, then you yeah you will get lost. But you be laughing, they be looking at you like <laughs> I don't even watching. try what with my Haitian about? family. I just go fix me a plate. <laughs> 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 Man, shout out to my Haitians, man. Love y'all. Well, like, I want yeah. to do like a quick little thing because you know she said you can, you know, talk the slang. So you heard us talk about like the Botham John case. So in whatever language, tell us what you think about it in your language, like in a sentence. Wow, that's interesting. Yes. In whatever in whatever language. Yeah, whichever you want to do, <laughs> Haitian, uh, Puerto Rican, Spanish. I know they might be the same a little bit. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, what you uh, come up there? What he thinking? Yeah, oh, yeah, thinking, no. I guess, uh, I guess hey, I'll do it. Randy been drinking watermelon. All right. <laughs> she, she, she's kind of mixed watermelon up. Watermelon lemonade. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's an interesting request. Let's see. I'll go, I'll go ahead with some Spanish. I'll say, que esto está bien jodido. That's what I'll say. Okay, let's see. What, come on, kid. What we think you said? Her Julio, and I watch Power. That was my man's name on there. You know what? Killed. That was yeah. messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I caught on that one. <laughs> Mike, come on, what you think he said? Oh, I don't translate. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Just wanted to, out of curiosity. Esto está bien jodido. This is really fucked. All right. Uh, <laughs> that part, that period. Part. This is really fucked. Okay, well, let's talk about things that are not fucked. Your music. So, um, let us know, how did you get started? Like, how you get into it? Like, tell us about that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I got into it actually making fun of rappers, so I was... <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, what happened was, I was in a high school... Um, Lakeland, Florida, shout out to Lakeland High School, um, and everybody rapped there, and I thought it was annoying, like, everybody was a rapper, so I was like, like Atlanta. I started, actually, I actually decided to invest in studio equipment just to make parody raps and make Damn. fun of people rapping, and, but I really, one time I started writing, like, a real song, and then from there, I took it serious, and, you know, because uh, somebody told me that it reached them, then when, oh. when I got that reaction, I was like, damn, so I, something I wrote actually reached you, so that's kind of cool, then I started taking it serious, but it's kind of ironic, yeah. Yo, so when we met my man Prime at the Fashion Awards, or not awards, the Fashion Polo Classic, mm -hmm. Randy was doing an interview with you, and you did a rap in Spanish. Man, listen. Now, I'm not the biggest, I'm a huge hip-hop head, all mm -hmm. right? But I'm not a huge Pitbull fan mm -hmm. or Fat Joe or any of them. Uh, they have some songs I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But when you did it, and no cap, because we don't we don't pull no punches in here. If you whack, we're going to tell you it's right, whack. Bro. I was actually like, yo, hold on. This is actually kind of cool. Yeah. And you got Khaled, who's doing music, and he's adding yeah. verses that's in Spanish. Yeah. And I was like, damn, he low-key could have Shout a verse again on a Khaled song. Oh, like, yeah, that would just be How do you translate or how do you come up with a, yeah. a hot verse and put it in Spanish and still make it, you know, American hip-hop-ish? Yeah. Damn. Great question, kid. Nobody's ever asked me that. And you know what's crazy? So I started doing American hip-hop. I grew up in, in America, so I grew up making rap in English. And then reggaeton started being a thing when I was growing up. But I wasn't into reggaeton, to be real with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so 
I, but um, what happened was when I started messing with my culture a little bit more on that side, I started putting in Spanish bars, but it was always going to have that flow, like, from what I know from American rap. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's just, like, the cadences and stuff, that's what's in my head. I don't have the reggaeton cadence and stuff like that. That's so, tough. So when I do rap yeah. in Spanish, yeah, it's going to it's gonna catch your ear, like, hold mm-hmm. on, this is some, like, triple, <laughs> what, what are you saying? Like I like it. triplet, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it's, it's catching my ear how I'm used to listening to music, because it should. But, you know, for the Spanish audience, then on the flip side, it's like, whoa, like, that sounds American, but you rapping in but Spanish. Spanish. So that gets a whole new audience. So they like it, that's too. That's what I'm Absolutely. hoping. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping, man. They loving it so far. So, you know, I'm just trying to expand it, you know, and get it and get it really going. What's, you say reggaeton. What is that? What now? Reggaeton, so it's like a mixture of reggae, and I don't know the tone part, but basically... <laughs> It's like an Afrobeat. So y'all, Afro y'all like y'all like that song, Joanna. That's Diana. that's Afrobeat. Mm. So that's that would be more of toward okay. the Afrotonity. So mm-hmm. him, David O. Uh, his name is the name of that song is Drogba. A lot of people don't know, and they say go join, but you know, he, he's you a Caribbean. He's a Caribbean rapper. They're African, actually. That's like the other dude. The Afrobeat. Uh, oh, Afro. Afrobeat. Yeah. yeah, that would be more of a reggae tone. Yeah, and our music really derives from Africa. So you know what happened was uh, Puerto Rico. They were doing dancehall music. Shout out to Fat Joe on the interview a couple weeks ago. That Shout said out to that. Fat Joe speaking some real stuff. Absolutely, and Definitely. a lot of people don't don't understand or realize that, but. Only difference between American slaves and Caribbean slaves is your boat went one way and our boat went the other. Mm. We all still the same folks. It's the right. word. Yeah, let me mm. clarify for him a little bit because I feel like he's getting a lot of a lot of heat for it because he shouldn't. The caption says Latinos are all black or something like that. Yeah, it should have said Caribbean Latinos. Caribbean Latinos. You know what I mean? Because it's a it's a difference. That's why our culture is real distinct. It's yeah. real different. It's real similar to like you know that's why we mesh well with Haitians, Jamaicans because mm-hmm. it's just like the same vibe. But it's in Spanish because we were conquered by Spanish. But if you look at our bloodline, Spaniards, absolutely. yeah, the Spaniards. So if you look at our bloodline, though, you'll see mostly it's uh, native to the Caribbean, African, and then Spanish is yep. the smallest amount in our bloodline. Word. The so smallest we, amount. Yeah, we speak it, but we've really, our makeup is not really that much Spanish, honestly. That's dope. So, like, what do you classify yourself as, then, as an artist? What do you classify yourself as? Oh, I, I'm a Caribbean rap artist. Caribbean rap artist. Yeah, I claim the whole Caribbean. I don't just claim Puerto Rico or nothing like that, but I do claim my roots. But so you're one that's of the- big though. Like if if we take a step back to even think about it, like when you listen or even go to the Caribbean, rap is not huge. Yeah. It's getting there. It's coming up, but if you turn on the radio over there, you're gonna hear very few rap songs. You're gonna hear a lot of Caribbean reggae music. Right. So to even be a Caribbean rap artist, you are opening a lane. For people who are uh, listening to a lot of American hip hop and like the cadence, like the music, and they actually want to do that, in my opinion, he's a pioneer. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Like, who else do you know is doing what you're doing? That's the Caribbean rap artist. Uh, I don't know anybody that's doing what I'm doing. I'm well, not future, trying to say that to Future's like. Future's Haitian, but I don't know if that counts because okay. he's not from the Caribbean. <laughs> He's from the A. I didn't even really know he was Haitian. Yeah, he's Haitian. He do talk about that in songs sometimes. I heard him say that. Quite a few people are are Caribbean that rap, but they're Americans, so it's kind of different. You just know so much about this, don't you? I keep But I mean, you're talking about people like Wyclef. You're talking about Fat Uh, Joe. Rest in peace, Big Vine. You're talking uh, about my boy Wale. Wale. But you're talking about American rappers who have Caribbean roots, and I mean fresh Caribbean roots. Not their great great grandmama. They fresh. And to be real, I feel like I'm actually kind of bringing it back full circle because if we really go back to the origins of hip-hop you know the caribbeans was behind it from the beginning from the forefront from the first djs 
Word. the first B-Boys. You know Marley Mar, was, is he uh, Caribbean? My, no, uh, it was uh, DJ, was it um, Grandmaster Flash, I believe. Grandmaster Flash was Jamaican, Caribbean? Was Jamaican, I believe. Is he really? See the Grandmaster Flash, another one Grand of the Grandmaster Flash DJs. and the Furious Five. That's my the message. That's one of my KRS, all-time favorites. K- KRS, to verify, KRS one goes in detail about it, but he definitely big ups out. the Jamaican culture for, for the whole the whole way of hip hop parties being put in Bronx in the Bronx. That's real. You know, with stacking up the speakers and doing yep. that. If you go to Carnival and see how we do Carnival, that's the same way it's from our culture. That's how we do it. We brought that into the Bronx. And that's how them parties got so crazy outside. They're stacking up like 20 speakers on each other, that's going up. crazy. And that's that's from the Jamaican culture. And then you got the Puerto Rican influence that, thank, uh, thankfully, Spike Lee's been showing some of that mm-hmm. that connection, the, the show The Get Down on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Showing Get Down, that. yeah. Finally, they're giving some credit to that. And, and Fat Joe, I feel bad because he's been talking. He's been. To, trying to tell people. Been but, doing it. Yeah, I feel like I'm bringing it back full circle to, to where, you know, uh, that people understand the connection between Caribbean music and hip-hop for, for both audiences. What I do, do want to ask is that also in your, in your bio here, we talk about your music life, but then you're also doing like videography and mm. working with other artists. So kind of explain how you got into that. And you said you work with like Mike Jones and Spike Lee and Collision. So like how exactly and what entity? And I want to know a little bit about that. Yeah, so so some of those people I worked with uh, solely music. And then like Collision, for example, from QC, I did um, video work with him. I haven't done music with him. But what happened was I moved out to Atlanta with like, you know, what I felt like my my resume, you know, I should be ready to get a deal out here, you know. So I came out here with my performance. Um, we all felt that way, bro. Right, right. <laughs> I came out here with my performance show, you know, footage and then my my songs and you know my my style and my and everything. And then I was just going around and trying to trying to get in the doors. And I realized like nobody wants to hear that, you know what I'm saying. So when I started realizing I can get doors open a little bit easier if I start presenting myself more like a filmmaker and then just try to tell documentary stories of people. You know what I mean? Smart. And it wasn't wasn't my main, that wasn't my main thing, but it became my main thing in Atlanta for sure. Yeah, because everybody want a videographer. Everybody need video. Everybody. Everybody want to be, you know, on camera, and everybody uh, want to wanna tell their story, so, you know. That's dope. I, I, yeah, I found a way, kind of a loophole the back, in the back door, but at the same time, you know, that. It's, it's a humbling experience, so it's good for me to, to see that because it keeps me kind of grounded, you know? So just sticking on what Randy asked you, like, I'm a Mike Jones fan. Mm. Like, so I made a post. Ooh. I made a post. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I made a post on uh, Facebook, and a shorty said, you know, damn, you fine. What's your number? And I put Mike Jones' number on it, and everybody laughed at my comment. I don't think she caught it, but... People laughed at it. <laughs> Tell me what it's like to work with Mike Jones. Oh uh, man, it was really crazy, man. Like the whole idea came about. I was just wondering what happened to Mike Jones because I'm a Mike Jones fan. So I was just chopping it up with some homies. I'm like, what? shout out Swisher House for show. Yeah, yeah, shout out. And Money Train, that's his new venture. So Money Train, man, shout out to them. And um, but yeah, like I was like, what's what's going on with the OG? Yeah. And I reached out to his people and um. It was crazy. Like I didn't ever get to be in the studio with him, but we were FaceTiming the whole the whole time. And nice. dude showed love from the jump. I basically sent him some beats, and I, and the same thing. I, I actually produce, so I sent him some beats on some like, yo, I can produce for you type stuff. And when I sent him a beat, and and I think I hinted like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to do something with you too. And he picked the beat, and he's like, what you want me to do? Ooh. And he said, like, you want me to do a verse or a hook? And I said, your, your hooks are iconic. I want a hook. 
and he wrote hey, a hook. His hooks are definitely wow, iconic. Just like he that. wrote a hook. Yeah, yeah. He showed love, and then we 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 first got on Facetime. He threw the the H Town up. Uh, like, I was like, yo, what the uh, hell? Bro, I was tripping <laughs> out. I was tripping out. Yeah. It's yeah. dope when you you see people that you look up to, and yeah. our culture kind of get it misconstrued. Uh, a lot. I was watching the video. I don't know if y'all saw the video where the baby was performing, and there was a little young in the audience, and he was going word for word with wow. the baby on this song. Wow. And I feel like if I'm a fan of your work, regardless on what it is, if I fan out or be like, "Yo, what the? F I'm right here with you." Yeah. I don't think it should be looked at like, "Yo, you a nigga? Why you acting like that, my nigga?" Like it should be like, "Damn, okay, I appreciate you." So for you to be able to work with Mike Jones and be a fan and he do all his iconic shit, like that shit dope. And he didn't look at you like, oh, I don't know this nigga. He ain't got yeah, nothing on there. Let me, let me work with him. You know, Definitely that's, not. that's dope as hell. Definitely not. I can attest to that. He's a real one. Here, don't so. be afraid yeah. to, to fan out. Come on. Because if I meet Jay-Z, I don't know what I might do. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, man. I got to meet my hero. I got to meet Nipsey Hussle out here in Atlanta. Damn, work. I didn't know what to say. You know what I'm I saying? Bet. I'm pretty sure I didn't make full sentences, but I just had to make sure I shook his hand and let him know how much he meant to me. Yep. And I got to him. I'm super thankful for that, but I feel that. You know what I'm saying? You Absolutely. meet him and you try to conduct yourself. But you try to be cool. Do. Yeah, yeah. You Because when I seen Regina Hall that time at the yeah, thing, we know. I was mm -hmm. like, Lord, <laughs> had, me, had me rethinking some things. Like, baby. Huge draw was on the floor, y'all. That was, was the most funniest thing. <laughs> I believe it. Can't take it. I love her. That's but um, funny. but to get back to you, prom, because then you gave us you gave us a couple of songs, y'all. I was like, well, no, just give me just one, because I mean, mm. you not want. And I, I told him I don't want to hear it. Pick the one that you think is best for this show. And we're gonna all listen live and give us your opinion. So we're gonna do our slap it or dap it segment. I told it about you briefly when we interviewed at the Polo Classic, but just to let you know what that means. Remind them, Randy. Er, 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 here we go. Was it no cap? No cap, honey. No cap. We so meaning, we're gonna play your music, right? Okay, we're gonna listen to it, whatever, you know what I'm saying? If we like it, we're gonna be like, man, we slapping that shit. That is dope. All right. But if we're like, we don't like it, mm, I'm sorry, bro. We're gonna have to dab it. We good. We, we gonna pass. No, that's love either way, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for good. saying that. So now that's people can be honest. Way. Of course. You could <laughs> be so anyway, uh, so Get the next song we have is going to be called From Prime at the Guide. It's a single. It's called My Story. Actually, let us know. I want you to introduce your track that we're about to play. Go ahead, Prime. Yo, what's going on, man? It's Prime Ethic in the building. Yeah, this is uh, My Story. So check it out. If I let y'all into some real shit, I don't know. I don't usually talk about this shit, man. It's just like therapy to me. We're gonna see how it goes. I'll let y'all know where I'm from. Dope boys playing tonk. You can never win. If you do, they violate you and they rob your shit. Treat you like a bitch, that's just what the fuck it is. I'm just documenting the events, Kayleen Providence. That's why I saw my first titty at. They was fighting mama like, what type of shit is that? She ripped the shirt off and brushed the dirt off to come back with a couple niggas that was not unheard of. Yeah. I swear I came up real cutthroat. Tight hands on my young throat. Being choked by my uncle. That was blood, I'm glad he ain't have a gun though. Bitch nigga, I ain't run though. Try that shit now and get smoked like a blunt hoe. Now he on crack, that's a fat shit He killing himself, so I leave it in the past 
I grew up here cause I had to grow But I'll never call this shit home This place ain't never had my heart It just turned my shit into a stone And you can never see the pain Even if you had a telescope And you can never see the range Even if you had a fucking drone 14 first gun, who the fuck I'm beefing? They shooting at the skating rink every fucking weekend I used to hide it in the gutter Cause my mother would've lost a damn mind If it ever got discovered Came up with my cousins But we grew up like we brothers Yeah, we close But we probably still prone to kill each other I remember Robert tried to stab me I took the knife and put it to his neck He started laughing Told me really do it and I felt numb We were only 12, look what we become now you facing life from inside the cell Yo, I'm trying to make a feast out of fucking crumbs Okay, alright Keep hit the coins right here, you ready? Chico Cuando te pillo en la calle te hablo por dentro La calle me llama y en ella me muero La calle me llama y en ella me muero cuando te pillo en la calle te abro por dentro La calle me llama y en ella me muero La calle me llama y en ella me muero La calle me llama y en ella me muero Got motherfucking damn let me just listen. I, right? How do listen. you how do you go? Uh, when I'm listening to this, I uh, I gave this a real listener's ear, not cause you hear. Like I listen to music, but sometimes I have to listen to it different. Like if I'm in the house, I'll put some music on. It depends on what it is. I'll groove to it. Mm. But I can't actually fully take in music unless I'm actually driving. So when I drive, I can really listen it. But I actually went into my driving zone while I was standing here and actually put into what you, and I'm getting a whole Roddy Rich feel. So it's more, like I'm a story guy. I got on a Biggie shirt, I like hope, I like stories. And I hear you talking about your cousin, you put the knife to his throat and he laughed. That's mm. when y'all feel it. Like that shit, dog. like I got a cousin, we almost could be brothers, all right? Yeah. That's how tight we are. Yeah. So that kind of hit a nerve with me. I usually don't go first when it comes to this. I'm usually last yeah. because this is my segment. I'm going first. I'm slapping this. Like, if this was playing and I was somewhere, I'd go to Shazam and try to listen to, like, Ooh. who is this? So I can check out some more of their music. Wow. And, that, and I'm not even surprised because I heard you spit to us at the event. On, on the spot. But <laughs> this shit is hard. And I got to know what the hell you were saying in Spanish at the end of that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my cousin. He actually, he's on that song. He's on a prison phone. And he wrote that. And he was in uh, segregation for a year. He was in 23-hour lockdown Damn. for a whole year. And he wrote that. And he said, um, Cuando te pillo en la calle, te abro por dentro. When I see you on the street, I'm going to open you from the inside. It's mm. some gangster shit. Yeah. And then he said, uh, The streets is calling my name, and that's where I'll die. Mm. But that shit haunted me. You know what I'm saying? Because coming from his perspective and knowing what he's going through, facing yeah. a life sentence and everything um, on a murder charge, like, that's a really dark place. Yeah, and absolutely. I grew up with him. You know what I mean? So, like, to me, that's 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 my heart. Yeah. And for him to say that, and to say that you know, the streets is, is gonna kill me one day, you know that's that's very very, very real to me. Yeah. And so it haunted me so much, and I was writing my story out, and I decided to put the conversation I had with him on on the record, and then I decided to recite it back to him, like I got you, bro. 
That shit hard. Tell us, we didn't let you introduce the song. He did. Did he? Did mm-hmm. I miss it? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. I've been drinking uh, watermelon too, y'all. <laughs> no homo. Let me put that out there. Where was he at? What was the name <laughs> of the song? My story. My story. I let like me this. let me go Let's ahead go. and jump in here while he drinking his watermelon. Uh, <laughs> let me just say, like, I first of all, I'm slapping that shit hands down. One of the lines that popped up to me when you talked about your uncle choking you and you know you let him have a gun if you were older you would shoot his ass and would smoke him like a blunt. Straight I love up. that, that whole line because I just I, it for me it related when you have family members who you are supposed to protect and care for you and they are the ones that are hurting you. Yeah. You know, so I, I from that aspect I was like, damn. But just your whole lyric sound and y'all you know, just keep it playing when I hear it it sounds like I'm listening to just from direct like an African-American full-on black man mm. and then to see you Puerto Rican which you know, we still in the same family there I'm like damn this dude is like it just it's you're talking to you then hearing you I'm like oh my god like it's almost two different people like you go into a whole nother person a whole nother vibe and I really liked it and for me I'm like okay I want to hear these other two songs you sent hey. I'm having to jump because I can hear myself Got that shit cranked up, driving down, you know, smoking on some um, bubble gum or whatever. And I can just, <laughs> like, be vibing it. I really enjoyed that. I for appreciate sure. that thoroughly. I really do. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Maya. Let's see if Maya's going to tell us what she really thinks. Wow. I got my videographer hat on today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you might hear me in the background of your video. Sorry. I actually did like it. Like I believe you, too. No cap. Like, I like the authentic authenticity of it i like the whole bid with your cousin on the actual prison phone i really appreciate that because you can also tell because it's not of quality mm. of how you were speaking mm. you could tell it was like okay dude's on the phone like but like where is he you know what i mean yeah. so i appreciate that and i also like the spanish player yeah shout out to you from puerto rico puerto Bienvenidos a... Hey, estamos aquí. Hey, we don't know what all that means. I said welcome. We ain't in Texas. I thought welcome is the nada. I just said we here. The nada is thank Thank you, Randy. Oh, how you say you welcome? How is Randy from Dallas, Texas and can't speak Spanish? I know, listen, when I came... The nada is you welcome. The nada is you welcome. Thank you, I thought so. Randy, I am a black... I said that. No, you said it says thank you. I've been drinking watermelon, I'm sorry. Randy, (laughs) I am a black African-American woman from Atlanta and I know Spanish. Listen, I used to know it very well, but listen, it fell out, but I still love my Latino. Okay, anyways, I appreciated it. I would definitely, you know, slap it. You know, I really like, I love authenticity. Yes. And I love stories. So, and I, right. <laughs> I like how raw you were. Like, you mm-hmm. had no shame in telling, you know, this is what's up. Like, this is my family. This is me. Like, take it or leave it. Nice. So, nice. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Did Maya tell the truth? Right. <laughs> I hope so. Find out on the next episode of Black Education. Right. right. <laughs> and Randy is not from Dallas, Texas. We have went over this. Boy, Randy is that. from Beaumont. Beaumont, Texas. You're right. Closer to Louisiana. She don't know no, nothing. She don't know shit. <laughs> Y'all be hating Shout on out to Cash Money. Taking <laughs> 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 over for the nine. For the nine, I well, they were talking about um, storytelling, but they, they talk about me because I am not easily impressed in the new scene of hip-hop. And me, I was not a Nipsey Hussle music fan. I wasn't familiar with the music until he passed away. And I'm still not somebody that's not walking around and blasting it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was familiar with his philanthropy and what he was doing in L.A. But what I do hear is I do hear him and you. I hear that when it comes to the storytelling, 
but what i also enjoyed was the phone call and how how real it is because i i listened to a lot of ty dollar sign and he does that and i listened to i'm a huge big shine fan and Big Sean does the same it. thing. Just inc- <laughs> I know that. I love Big Sean. Go ahead. Yeah, because yeah, y'all, y'all listen to a lot of other stuff that I just don't care for. But <laughs> that right there, it but it lets you know how true you are to your music. Big Sean is a is a true artist who I enjoy from Detroit. I love Ty Dolla Sign. People's like you listen to Ty Dolla Sign all the time. Yeah, I'm shocked. And so that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to slap it because Ooh. that's how amazing the song was. I'll shoot. Oh, slap it! Damn, this whole shit got slapped up. Thank you. I slapped it too. We all slapped it. Yo, yeah, we said oh three. I said four. Four slapped. Is it three or four for real? Four slapped it. I actually believe Maya. I think Maya really meant this. I believe her. We'll find out behind scenes. Tell tell Mike to get off your neck. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. (laughs) First of all, I didn't even know you didn't listen to Nip, so I'm offended. Secondly, who? Mm. When did you start listening to Big Shot? I need to know. Like you was an old soul. I know you'd be listening to Temptations. And the five heartbeats, and, you know the step by step. Maya's going step. for Mike. She really is. The five heartbeats is a movie, but you worry about me <laughs> and Nipsey yeah. Hussle. You totally didn't know yeah. who Diane Carroll was, oh. but anyway. <laughs> okay, folks, getting back on. Mike with the receipt. You know we got it. Come on, <laughs> we have guests. <laughs> you a videographer? Leave my mic alone. Thanks so much. But no, seriously, Prime. Like, no, we want to say thank you for blessing us with that music. I mean, we genuinely thought that shit was dope. So I'm sure we're probably yeah, putting the rest of your tracks probably under bed on this show because it was that was that was really good. Good job. Let's get it. Thank you, man. Absolutely, I appreciate it. No, thank you. I was just glad that when we saw you. Like, we had passed you once in the, the media section, mm-hmm. and you know how it gets. When you're out there, you working, you yeah. kind of got a one-track mind. Let me get what I can get. But y'all was hot. But we were definitely, <laughs> definitely were hot. Y'all should have seen Randy's back sweat. <laughs> and on top of that, <laughs> the fact that, that we was all in that area kind of chilling at the moment, and then it just sparked conversation, man. That's just that's what it's all about when you're working in this field networking and moving forward and have you here so soon that was what two weeks ago yeah like and I, you were let me give another uh-huh. kudos to him mm. he sent what i asked he gave it in detail like I, I just like that it shows me that you're a man about your business and i feel like a lot of people in artistry they don't take stuff seriously mm. okay so we're we're not like on the top number one station radio outlet Fuck or whatever we're the number is. one for the culture in atlanta but, I'm just saying, but, That's right. but a lot of people try to look oh it's a podcast but you know i appreciate you you treated it like business because it is business and it you don't is. know who we're connected too so i appreciate you being on top of your shit and giving us some dope ass music you know i appreciate the opportunity every time man you know i learn from a lot of legends and legends stay humble and legends stay you know grounded no matter what you're gonna get the same you know quality to my name you know i'm trying to live up to the meaning of my name prime ethics so you know yeah if if i'm inconsistent then somebody gotta check me Okay, well, no checking around here, boo, but we are going to check to this next episode or next segment, I should say. So, guys, you know what it is. We got to get our Melanin News update, so we're going to take a quick break. When we get back to it, Mike B is going to let us know what's going on in our culture. So keep it locked here on Black Educated and Broke. Simone Biles is making history. She landed two signature moves at the World Championships in Germany. Those two signature moves will be named after Biles, which now makes four in total. The multi-champions performance helped Team USA hold the lead over Russia and China in the qualifying standings. 
This is your Melanin News powered by Randy OPNR. From TheRoot.com, Los Angeles Sparks General Manager Penny Taller has been fired for her use of the N-word. Taller, who is black, was fired on Friday, October 4th, after reports say she used the N-word in a post-game speech last month. She has been the team's executive vice president and general manager for 20 seasons. Accounts say this isn't her first time. The Sparks were eliminated from the playoffs. Taller is a founding member of the WNBA scoring the league's first basket. As general manager, the Sparks have made the playoffs 18 times and won three championships. A 21-year-old in Florida was sentenced to 10 days in jail plus one year of probation and 150 hours of community service after failing to show up for a trial. DeAndre Somerville was chosen for a civic trial and overslept. After serving his 10 days and issuing an apology, his record was cleared as of Monday. Somerville works for the West Palm Beach Parks and Recreation and has plans to be a firefighter. He has no criminal record and helps care for his grandfather. Retired Michigan State Trooper First Lieutenant Twana Powell is providing the details in a lawsuit that reveals the history of racial discrimination and police brutality in her department. Powell led the Internal Affairs Division of Michigan State Police before retiring last year. The 25-year veteran says the MSP suffers from a pattern of discrimination against citizens and employees. The trial is set for 2020. From the Black Educated and Broke Newsroom, I'm Mike B, and these are your headlines. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Mike B., for always keeping us in the news and the know with our Melanin News update here, guys. You can catch all of these stories on our social media. Please be sure to follow us on Black Educated and Broke and on our Twitter, B-E-B podcast underscore A-T-L, and as well our website, www.blackeducatedandbroke.com. All right, guys, our next part, everybody want to know what's going on in Atlanta. What's going on this weekend, girl? Well, Maya going to let us know. Maya, what's popping in these ATL streets? Hey, y'all, what to do? What's popping? It's your girl. It's Maya, and this is what's going down on the ATL streets this weekend. A3C Festival continues this weekend. It's a couple of shows. Check out our Instagram page because the show's listing and the conferences and everything that's involving A3C will be posted on our Instagram page promptly. West Coast Tribute with YG and DJ Quick is on Friday. Afrobeats is Saturday. Both shows are at the Tabernacle. All right? Atlanta Pride is this weekend, so make sure y'all are timely with the traffic because you know it will be here. Let me add on to that, guys. Hey, smarter to take the martyr. Okay. Smarter. Let me add on this, guys. You know, uh, For Cox Media Group, they're still taking people who want to walk in the parade, which is going to be on Sunday, October the 13th, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So if anybody is interested, please send us the email at blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com. Walk in what parade? Uh, the Pride Parade. Oh, I'm going to pass. They're going to do that on my birthday. Kudos to them. Yes. But when y'all finish, come hang out with your boy for brunch. Ew. Okay, shout out for inclusion. Hey, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, oh, that's so birthday. sweet. Appreciate it. You, are, you, are you a Libra? Nah, definitely not. What are you, Aquarius? I have no idea, to be real. What's your, what's your birthday? December 8th. Same as Nick Sagittarius. Oh, Lord. There you go. So I don't know what that means, but <laughs> hopefully it's good. That means you're the life of the party. How Damn. are we friends right How now? How are they like, lying? Just, mm. no, that, that's the truth. That's a lie. I'm, no, I promise you said you I'm, have, I'm saying they probably got that, but I ain't no life of no party. I don't, I don't really party like that. But they say they somebody did tell me that Sagittarius it kind of can switch up like you could be either one exactly. type yeah, yeah. or the other you type sure or something. It's two extremes, nice. either high or low, and it's like real <laughs> quick with y'all. Yeah. Well, that's true when it comes to some things. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I wish yeah. that. that's why I'm trying to figure out how we're friends right now because I just I do not I don't like some Sagittarius I do me. not get along but prom got good vibes well, that's, that's why right now maybe it's because he's a December we need to give him some watermelons that's what it is <laughs> if, he was a, okay. if he was a January Sag I probably wouldn't like him There's no my brother's thing. a December Sag what's, what's the end of he November said 28th November and December he said December 28th yeah, he's right yeah. he's 8th 8th oh my bad I thought he said 28th yeah no it's the same as Nicki Minaj same, and same we know day. that bitch crazy. We, but go ahead, Maya. That's Don't what I'm worried her, about. Bitch. She is a bitch. <laughs> she's not a bitch. We're all bitches. She's no, the we're not. One. I'm a whore, remember? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So you, like, you like Nikki. You could like me. It's cool. Well... I don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! How what she you, gonna come for you like that? How bro? she defending? Is she even defending Nikki? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what else going on, Maya? Garden of Hip Hop is Sunday, October thirteenth. It's a family friendly hip hop festival, catered towards <laughs> hip hop going green. It is on oh October thirteenth at two to seven. On Columbia Drive in Decatur. I don't know who driving to Decatur, but you know, that tickets still far. available. Decatur ain't that far. For y'all. Uh, um, you you do li- you do live in the boonies. I live off Six Flags. That's not the boonies. That's far. Okay, moving on. Atlanta Comedy <laughs> Jam at the Fox Theater. Two shows Saturday. Lavelle Crawford, DeBray Day. I'm trying to be in that thing. Michael Saturday. Blackson, Courtney. I'm trying to be in that thing. Country Wayne. Oh, I love DC Country Young Wayne. Fly. Hey, DC. And Chico Bean. Mm. Again, all these events will be posted on our Instagram page at a later date. Stay locked, stay loaded with Black Educated and Broke. And it's been your girl, <laughs> it's Maya. All right, Maya, always keeping us up to date with everything that's going on in these ATL streets, guys. You can find all of these events on our social media, Black Educated and Broke website, blackeducatedandbroke.com, and on Twitter, BEB Podcast ATL. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this show. But before we do, we'd like to always leave and say something positive. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so the young black kids can see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. The studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross. While everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BET. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Tyler Perry said it best. So, guys, make sure you check us next week. You know how we do it every Thursday, going live on your radio streams. It's been your girl, Randy O. Mike B. It's been nigga, it's Maya. And it's time to cue the takeover. Yo, don't forget, we are on multiple streaming platforms. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Play as well. And we're on SoundCloud. That's where we put all our music and it goes, our music. We put our podcast information and it goes out to everything. So don't be afraid to download the app if you don't have it. Listen to us. 
tell your friend to listen to us and tell your mama, tell your granny. And we're in the A in the South. Everybody got mm-hmm. big mama and everything. So listen to us. Give us a shout out. Like our page. Please leave a review. We definitely getting our thing booming. All right. Shout out to my man, Prime Ethic. He stopped in today to come check us out. Awesome interview. Awesome, awesome interview. So as we do in the A, we also want to big up other people and keep our shit going, all right? It's been love. We see y'all. We kicking it for my birthday, though, all right? Happy Bye birthday, y'all. big dog. Peace out.